baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldron, Jamie Foxx, uh, second day of October, our first October show of 2017. Thank you for being part of uh, or letting us be part of your day, which is uh, far more important. And we are brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care for your small animal anywhere, folks, in the free, free world. Go by and see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, your texts are welcome this morning. And we got inundated last week. No doubt we're going to be inundated this week, Steve. I appreciate you already joining in, Jan, uh, joining in on that. 888 I wonder what we're going to talk about. Which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union sponsored hotline here on sports talk 977 if you're having trouble listening go to the apple store the android store download the red peach sports app it's free for you cheap cheap people out there like me it's free and you'll see sports talk 977 crystal clear reception uh, i highly highly recommend at best third best team in the state of alabama likely the fourth best team in the state of Louisiana that came down and put the homecoming beat down on the matter of fact, coach, I think it's the first time since 2000 yeah. that they, the LSU has lost a uh, non-conference home game uh, in Tiger State. Any, any ideas what went wrong? Terry, uh, if I could tell you what went wrong, I would be, I would have my fifth Red Bull and vodka this morning already. Uh, this, this, the Tigers are young. We make a lot of mistakes. Uh, all I can say is, uh, you know, we're going to turn this thing around in about 2020. And, uh, but for this year. Coach, it's 2017. Yeah, I know. That's what I say. It's going to be 2020. It's going to be three more years of, of this kind of malarkey to put up with. So, my mama still love me. Uh I think my wife still loved me. But Tiger, the, the fan base, not so much. They're a little disgruntled with Coach O. Uh, but we are one team, one heartbeat, and one lousy football team right now. So stay with it. Go Tigers. Um, we play, who we play this week? Florida. Florida, the Gators, Coach. Mm. I wonder if we can take the money and not go down there. Because, you know, they mad at us last year about the hurricane. Coach, I think they're going to be looking forward to the game. I think they're going to beat the hell out of us. <laughs> uh, Coach, you know, if nothing else, um, I, I like the honesty. Well, it, it is time for honesty in, in Baton Rouge, isn't it? <laughs> and he just walks out the door. Yeah, well, I, just like that. I, I mean, he was he's not a happy man. And uh, yeah, there's a lot, again, you know, Terry, I pointed to, uh, if you really want to get the complete read on the LSU program status right now, the guy to check out is Ross Dillinger. He had another, I didn't know that there were five starters missing for that game against Troy. Uh, but I saw some things, I think the thing that was most disturbing, I saw Troy's offensive line 
just I saw Devin White, which I didn't think was possible. I saw him knocked back, you know, ten yards on a play. Uh when the when Chun got into the secondary on that long run to start the third quarter, I saw some things and I think that's what scares everybody. This is uh this is a culmination of a lot of things. And yes, Coach O is the head coach right now, and I know they've started the GoFundMe account and all this, but folks, if you thought this was a a great, I mean, I, I think best case scenario was eight and four, maybe nine and three. Those <laughs> folks, right now, four wins looks good. L- l- let me rephrase that. <laughs> Fanboys at LSU. Well, well, you look at the you look at the schedule. Where where's the next win? At Florida? No, Auburn, no. At Ole Miss, uh, possibly. May, but you know what? If you're Ole Miss, you're looking around, you're trying to find your next win. Who do you have circled on the calendar? Yeah, at Alabama, Arkansas, no. At Tennessee, <laughs> A&M, probably no. I mean, it's and, – and you can't – Thank you, Tyler. Tyler chimes in. I like Tyler. I don't know what Tyler. Tyler. I like say? Tyler. Put some, put some, He's still trying to figure out why this surprises all the LSU fans. Coach, I – I'm watching social media the other night, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, it was like the night before Christmas for me because I am I LSU. I was I was accused by some guy of being an LSU hater. No, you're uh, not. And, no, and a Joe Oliva supporter of all things. What? <laughs> yes. He no, goes, let me let me. He, put he this told in. me I trolled your face or I, I stalked your Facebook, and you're a Joe Oliva supporter. You can like, dude, you can call me a lot of things. A Joe Oliva supporter ain't one <laughs> of them. Joe Oliva supporter is not one you, of them. You showed that to me very. You showed your hand very early that Joe Oliva's not your favorite. Oh, and guy. I'm going to show you why today. We're going to get into that as why Joe Oliva uh, is going to be the first body appropriately heaped up on the LSU. Uh, he he hitched himself to O. No, and, yes uh, and no, but he also put O a twelve million dollar buyout. You've got to be kidding me. LSU can't afford to get rid of him. No, they can't. They owe $21 million between him and Les of people they're paying not to coach at LSU. Um, Orgeron would have taken the job for a bag of Cheetos and a Diet Coke. This thing would have – this thing has been brewing, though, for quite some time. Um, I just happened to look at the roster of all people, the, the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers. You know who the lead receiver is for Nebraska? Who's that? Kid from New Orleans. Warren Easton, Stanley Jefferson. Uh, oh, there's a guy named John D.R.S. at TCU. There's Drake. This all started when five wide receivers who Tyron Johns, I mean, they bolted. Transfers. You, you could go on. And I think there's 12 remaining players from the four-year class four years ago, maybe. Uh this year alone, you had 11 defections one way or the other. Uh, now, this started under, not to, 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 because I love the guy, but this started under Coach Miles, who should have been allowed to at least finish the season, uh, even after losing to Auburn. But this tells you one thing. Joe Oliva did not have a plan in place when he had an entire summer to to decide what direction. He, this was a, well, of course, look at the way he handled the Duke lacrosse case. That tells you all you got to know. And this is the guy that LSU, you know, and, and it's not all, you know, if you don't want to say, why did Jimbo Fisher not come back? Mm, do you think he, was it just money? Well, he had a good thing at Florida State. Yeah, you can make the argument he didn't want to play Alabama. 
who does. You can make the argument he has an easier job at Florida State winning every year. Or did he not want to work for Tom Joe Oliva? Did Tom Herman? I mean, I knew. I mean, when they said Texas was the other player, and I'm going, he's going to Texas. He coached at Texas, and that's it, folks. That that's all you. I mean, there. Where was the due diligence? Did he get? How many times was Joe Oliva told no before Ed Orgeron was hired? Was it just Tom Herman? Was it just Jimbo? It, it's been Jimbo's. Uh, by the way, uh, Trace uh, was it Trace Armstrong? I mm-hmm. think is an agent for Tom Herman, and then. Uh, Jimmy Sexton is for Jimbo Fisher. Coincidentally, uh, he's, uh, I believe, Nick Saban's agent as well. If I'm Jimbo, not, Jim, uh, uh, Sexton, Jimmy Sexton yeah. is, yeah. And so they all know the numbers being sure. floated about there. Here's the thing, uh, and, and you look at Joe Oliva. I'm going to give you a couple reasons here, Jamie. Uh, number one, there's no major college athletic program in America that would have hired Ed Orgeron the way that Joe Oliva and LSU did. Uh but we knew that Les Miles was on his way out, and I'm not going to get into it. They should have fired. Dude was 9-3 and three his last full season. Okay, numbers are numbers. We couldn't beat Alabama. You know what? Nobody else has either. Uh, remember the last, you know, and, and I got it. Some guy was, was trolling me yesterday. You know, he's just outcoached. Well, you know, let me ask you a question. Didn't LSU beat Alabama in the regular season of the game of the century in Tuscaloosa? And then, you know, that nine-week period between when LSU beat them in Tuscaloosa and then the national championship game, did he forget how to coach? Did he not run the same? Folks, you lose sometimes. And, and you're as a coach, you're always open to criticism. And, you know, when I look at Facebook or Twitter, there are literally millions of qualified college football coaches out there available. And why none of them have jobs amaze me. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, if you listen to Les Miles and, you know, can you criticize clock? Yeah, absolutely. You can criticize any coach in America at any time. Uh, but it is moving parts. It's it's the closest thing to battle that there is. Obviously, there are no bodies falling out there, but it is. It's a fluid, moving situation. And a lot of times you're reflective of the the ability that you have with your players, the, your ability to implement strategy, things of that nature. And when it goes great, you're a genius. And when it doesn't, uh, you're the you're the village idiot. But back to my detail. Nobody would have done what King Alexander and Joe Oliva did in the hiring process mm-hmm. of Coach Orgeron. And no disrespect to Coach Orgeron. You think he really thought he was going to be a finalist in there? They got Orgeron because all the other two said no. Beyonce and Jennifer Anderson, eh, no, I'm good. And we end up with Alice from the Brady Bunch, who has a career horrific record. He's probably a really good coordinator. But that doesn't translate necessarily. You look at the SEC right now, with the exception of Georgia and the Sabanites. No coordinators are doing really well. It's a head coach league, and there's a lot of difference between an assistant coach and a head coach. All due respect, a lot of head coaches were coordinators. Uh, you know, and we don't know. And then I hear the people, well, he's he inherited a bad team. He's got, you know, folks. I, you know, I can't speak to that. But what I'm telling you is nobody in major college football, nobody would have went through the hiring process like Joe Oliva did with Ed Orgeron. And then, then, you give him a $12 million buyout. It's like hiring the delivery driver from Domino's to be the CEO at CenturyLink, and the guy was making $14 an hour, and you hire him at CenturyLink to be the CEO, and they say, oh, by the way, we're going to give you a $12 million buyout in case you can't do the job and we're going to fire you. You know, to me, I saw this. To me, this started recruiting day. Let's just, what if, 
What if LSU was able to play Devontae Smith, who scored against Ole Miss from a meet? What if LSU had Dylan Moses, who said he was going to sign with LSU until Les got fired, and what he's if, a stud? What if my aunt had different equipment and it's not Bruce Jenner? She'd be my uncle. What about Fredarian Mathis? What about Joe, uh, Isaiah Bugs, who, who ate it up? Chris Allen. Uh, folks, it's it's it's. There's no talent at LSU to speak of. Uh, I don't believe that. No, no, there's no. Let's, there take, is, let's take a break. We'll argue that point. That I will, we'll, we'll argue that I'll when go, we come I'll back. I'll go blow for blow with you. Are, you are listening to Sports Talk 97 Saving, uh, 97.7. Uh, this segment sponsored by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. You'll see them on Tower Drive in Monroe. Jamie and I will verbally and mentally Spar. wrestle we return you don't want to miss that i think i actually want to miss that but we're going to do it no matter what for your inter- there's nothing we won't do for your entertainment folks yes indeed back in a minute how does it feel you're officially living on the edge hit terry waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know it's the edge with terry waldrop and welcome back in Sports Talk 977. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, Sean Tabor running the show Odessa this morning. Appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, been a fun, going to be spirited as we get into the second segment. Uh, this one brought to you by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous source with you, an attorney specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is there for you. 318 342 1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Bobby's got back from Chicago. Went up to Soldier Field and I think watched uh, watched the Grambling game. And, yeah, I understand. Uh, I talked to uh, a closer game than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and then uh, uh, talked to uh, the professor yesterday, Nick Harrison, and said it was a great experience uh, to see Soldier Field. They got to see a little bit of the town as a whole, and so uh, came away with a win. But yeah, Clark uh, got a little bit closer, but and now I think they go uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Prairie View, Prairie View. So. Uh, a big deal there as well. So, uh, All right, now we got into this. Let me read a couple of texts. I know yeah, was, you and I want to spar on this one. A mm-hmm. uh, couple people out there. Uh, T, before the season I told my grandpa that the Tigers would be either really good or really bad. Sadly, it breaks my heart to see the LSU Tigers are really bad, capitalized really bad. Way too much youth. Coach O inherited a bad team. Uh, Tommy, this isn't about players. It's about coaching. Uh Steve, I do believe they have the talent and the scariest thing of all, but even they do have injuries. Ryan and Monroe, everybody wanted less miles gone because his offense was outdated. It couldn't develop a quarterback, but the guy won. But now you have Ole Miss 2.0 as your coach. It'll be seven, several years to clean this mess up. Jamie, is this a case of be careful what you wish for because you might just get it? Yeah, ask Tennessee about that. And they still hadn't recovered yet. Yeah, and Petrino's going to Tennessee, by the way. Think so? Yes, Petrino's bailing out a little. Yeah, I think because I mean, a new AD, likely a new president, but and Petrino's resume. Tennessee would hire OJ today if right. they thought they could win after getting a forty-one nothing stomp down at home. Well, at home, yeah, and I hate to see. Yeah, which Jones has recruited well over there too, and it's been clearly not well enough. Well, and they've had some unfortunate things, but is is LSU's? This is a depleted. This is you're playing twenty-three to twenty-four freshmen. Uh, true freshmen, the guys were in high school last year. Uh, that's your only selling point right now because it's, it's – Then they're going to cut it. And it probably won't. I mean, you'll probably see – they've already had 11 decommitments to this point already. Um, so, I mean, that was started way back. But 
you know, like you just said, there's a $12 billion buyout. I mean, he did. He inherited he inherited a thin football team. It got thinner over the summer for things that maybe he could have and this staff could have prevented, such as the offensive lineman, uh, Tia Huma, who's now starting at Southeastern. Uh, he was a three-year, two-year starter at least. I mean, these things are adding up. It's 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 a combination of, and I don't think that maybe this is why they saw this trending. I don't know, but it's a combination of early defections to the NFL, which everybody has, but LSU's had probably, obviously, if you look at the open day rosters, they have fifty. So apparently, a lot of talent was there at one time. It's now in the NFL. A lot of it is transferred out. A lot of it has quit or moved on for injuries, whatever. This isn't a deep LSU team for starters. It does have talent, but everybody's got talent. Fairly Troy. I don't talent. know I don't know if uh to me the only the only question here is can LSU recruit themselves out of this mess. Let me tell you what's hurt because them, Jamie. And you just mentioned the word. Think about when the idiot and I know the guy. LSU was ranked, what, number one in the country on that first, uh, in 2015, I want to say, that first poll that came out? Mm-hmm. Correct? First or second? I mean, it was, they were in the college football playoff. Right. Uh, they lose to who was it? Alabama? It was the first loss they had. And then he, he dropped consecutive games to Ole Miss and Arkansas. Correct? Uh, right in the Baton Rouge, Africa. After the Alabama game, they're going to Ole Miss. They just got beat by, and they, I think they got beat pretty handily, right? You <laughs> go figure. Who's had that happen? The guy writes in the article: Is Les Miles coaching for his job at Ole Miss? Mm-hmm. This team, this thing catches fire. So you got all the fanboys who wanted him gone anyway, and is there? There's still a lot of resentment over the national championship game. Why well, didn't play this guy? And that's fine. Um. And so it jumps on, and then he goes to Ole Miss. And you don't think that affects the football team? It absolutely does. You don't think that affects recruits? We're talking 2015, Jamie Foxx. 2015 recruits today would be sophomores and juniors. At LSU, starter players, right? And so the man goes 9-3, and three, loses to Arkansas, to Ole Miss, who was really good, in Alabama, who won the national championship that year. And they're, they're, they're talking about, hey, we got to get rid of the guy. And so then he comes the next year and doesn't play well at Wisconsin on him, loses to, uh, to Albert in the last second, should have won, could have won, maybe should have won, you know, whatever, it's a half a second. They already had the plan in place. They fired. If you're Jimbo Fisher, and they played for Jimbo Fisher hard, right? When the job came open after Saban left initially, Guess who wanted the job, Jamie? Jimbo Fisher. Ah, no, you're not good enough for us. So they go get less. Fair enough. Solid in Oklahoma State. Jimbo was told no. And Jimbo Fisher has to be thinking, I'm at Florida State. I just went through this Jameis Winston deal, and these people are still supporting me. I've won a national championship. I'm in an equally as good a situation as LSU, if not better. Why would I go there? They didn't want me to begin with. Why would I go there now? And they make two ill-fated attempts to get him. And they don't get him. And then they go after Tom Herman, who has no ties whatsoever, who is playing for the Texas job. Uh, Sound familiar? Texas ran the same deal with uh, 
when they got rid of Mac Brown. And so now you have a situation where is LSU depleted? Yes, but your 2015 recruiting class was poison. Your 2016 recruiting class was poison. Guess what, 2017, all this we're going to fire Orgeron? It's poison. So conceivably, the best you can start dealing with is 2018, and it's going to take those kids a year or at least two to where they're going to be up to the standard to beat and compete with the Alabamas of the world. So you're conceivably looking at three years at best before you're back in relevance. That's the reality of it. Well, and there's a lot of things that that add up to the angst among the LSU. And by the way, LSU fans are sometimes respond. I think a lot of they're fanboys. A lot of the, you know, it lies with them. We got more talent than anybody you in the get world. On, you get on, you get on these message boards and rant and rave and, and cut down. You know, this kid or that and the coaches. I mean, that <laughs> recruits read that stuff. Richie, Richie, and me and Terry have collected several resumes for McDonald's employees for the future head coach at LSU. They honestly think they have the answer. Hey, I need some more fries over there. Hey, I want to talk about my cover two defense. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm of the opinion at this point. Obviously, with a 12 million dollar bout, you you got to see how this rolls out for a while. I mean, you got to give him a chance to. He came. He got back in on a bunch of kids too late that they lost, mainly to Alabama. Uh, J Dub was Gary Patterson ever on the list for LSU? He's an amazing coach. Uh, yeah, Gary Patterson and Les Miles had the same agent. GC, I don't think Gary. Honestly, this is going to shock you. Ooh. Don't get your get your get your get your hankers up here. I don't think Gary Patterson wanted to leave TCU. Would you? You got a better situation, a better chance to win. You don't have to play Alabama. And you don't work for Joe Oliva. And you don't work for Joe Oliva. Let me ask you this. If you're Les Miles, and if you're Ed Orgeron right now, Ed Orgeron was the talk of the town. He loved him. He's got a great accent. He's one of them. Dude, they got a GoFundMe that sent me that. I saw it earlier. There's some idiot with a GoFundMe account. To try to is 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 the dire straits of the state of Louisiana is in high sales tax in America, uh, education where it is, roads. I mean, you can lose your your car in potholes around here in the state. And there's a GoFundMe account set up to try to buy the head foot. We're still paying the guy last guy we fired, but now we're going to pay this guy to hire another. Co- I mean, well, at, at what point does fanboys' right. opinion cease to matter, and you let sports people make sports decisions? All right. Let, before we jump off the bridge, let's think about two things about Coach Orgeron, though. And those were his, yeah, we all know, and, and unfortunately the, the Ole Miss, that was his first head coaching job, true head coaching job. How'd that work out? was a disaster. Okay. He admitted it. What? You he, think? He went to, <laughs> it's like holding my transcript going, Jamie, I wasn't a real good student, you. and you're seeing all the deeds. Really? No kidding. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. He did win at USC in an interim role. He did win at LSU in an interim role with Steve Insminger as his offensive coordinator. Had the staff, you know, fire Pivato and Cameron. Uh, was about the only changes he made and won in an interim role. You got to give him, and this is a depleted roster. Uh, the numbers, you know, I, I've got them right here. You know, but I'm not going to bore people because everybody's saying that's no excuse. Folks, when you got 11 scholarship linemen on both sides of the ball, Troy, the thing that should disturb you the most is the way Troy out-physicaled LSU, and it wasn't even close. Same thing at Mississippi State. 
you know, yeah, you could say, well, you know, there's a lot of this, but you you just take a deep breath. I mean, they are going to, you know, they. I think they've got a, you know, the quarterback situation. You're going with, you know, Brennan a lot now to try to, to try. You're going to play all your freshman class. It seems you're in crisis management. You are in crisis. Management. You're not in development of program. You're in crisis management mode. Crisis management mode is not a long-term solution. Well, but you had, I mean, it's a little different at Tennessee because Butch Jones has been there five years. I think he's recruited well. He's had some tough breaks, personnel-wise. Uh, you know, Belima. I heard Jeff Long, he's going to ride with Belima. Uh, Terry has mentioned the buyout at 12 million. Plus, this is the first year. And, you know, I, I would like to see where this goes. I'd long, I want to see who he can bring in. I want to see if he's going to, you know, he tweaked the coaching staff a little bit in the offseason. Jimmy, let me tell you the, let me tell you the fallacy. You're only, the only answer to this, I don't think Nick Saban could win with this LSU team. I don't. Dwayne and Homer, I'm way, eagerly, and you know it's going to come out this yeah. week, I'm eagerly awaiting Mike the Tiger is crying to drop. <laughs> it, it's coming, folks. Just stay tuned. Oh, but Kurt, anyway. Kurt, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube and Google Colonel Reb is crying. Colonel Reb is crying. It's pretty good. Yo, 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 yo. Football. You know, hey, look, here's the deal, folks. Your, your recruiting cycles are shot right now. Look, we're going we gotta to go ahead and take we're, we're We're late for this break. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. We return. Uh, the battle of Joe Oliva, the ballad, if you will, of Joe Oliva. I'll tell you a few things you don't know about him, and I'll tell you why he's going to be the first body offered up for, uh, to the LSU fan base as partial payment for his horrific uh, administration. It's been awful. It's not just coaching hours. No, no. It's, uh, apparently, he's a pretty crummy human. I don't know that for a fact, but I'll read you a few things and let you decide. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. When we return, uh, Joe Oliva, the greatest hits of Joe Oliva, this segment brought to you by Bonneville. Pamper the special people in your life. Uh, send Coach Orgeron a gift certificate to Bonneville. He's going to need it. 318-807-1060. Bonneville, pamper the special people in your life. Lemmy Lane and Monroe, back in a minute. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun. Especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, uh, Mike the Tiger is crying. You're welcome to join in. 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line, which is uh, uh, kind of blowing up. Uh, is this the worst loss ever? I don't know. Curly lost to Southern Miss. Denardo lost to uh, Houston. I don't know, Houston's not that bad of a loss. Uh, Curly also lost to Colorado State. Folks, we've lost to Miami of Ohio. I saw it. Saban lost, lost to UAB. Saban lost to UAB. Sorry. It can happen. I mean, look. Hey, the good news is there's no other bops. Are there any other bops out there? Are we playing like Presbyterian or something? No, there, that's it. Uh, unless, you consider, unless you consider Ole Miss and Tennessee right yeah, now are the two possible wins, and I wouldn't say they're – gimmies at this point. Okay, so. let, I want to get back into this. I have about five people text me here. Okay. Uh, on the Joe Oliva deal, which is going to be uh, <laughs> Richie, the Troy mobile, the Troy loss has mobilized the FFTF, the Fickle Fanboy Task Force. <laughs> well, Terry, before you get into Fanboys! LSU, honestly, should have lost to Troy every time they played them. Troy blew a 31-3 uh, to three lead 
two years ago. Impressive or something like that. Impressive. So, whether it's whether it's less or Orgeron, Troy has given LSU fits. Well, let, let's so, go. Let's, let's, and let's, they almost beat Clemson last they year. They did. Valley. So it's not a bad ball club. They won 10 games last year. But before everybody throws shade. LSU fans think they should beat the Patriots. Exactly. Well, go ahead. I mean, uh, so let, let me tell you the, the head of the snake here. The insanity. Is, is the Joel Lever. And, you know, I talked to you, and I'm not even going to go ad nauseum about the hiring process of Orgeron. I, I mean, do I really have to go there? I'm not. I've already done that. But I want to I give you a couple big hits here. Uh, men's basketball. Yeah, John Brady, you know, went to the Final Four, had NBA players every year. Ah, get rid of him. So they get rid of him. They hired Trent Johnson, who came from Stanford, who had twin guys, twin seven-footers, Robin Lopez and the other Lopez Brooke dude. Lopez who are still playing in the NBA, and Stanford was getting rid of it. Comes down to LSU, it's a complete debacle. Uh, Brady was loaded that year that Trent came in. I think Trent won 27, 28 games, something like that. Uh, recruiting went just off the charts, and LSU became a bad JV team. And so, uh, and I thought it was a good hire. I'll say this, I thought Johnny Jones was a very good hire. I'm sentimental. I'm very loyal to Coach Dale Brown that was there. It didn't work. And so then they go through a process. They come up with uh, with Will Wade, who I think is going to be better than what it is. But here's the problem. And you see some of Will Wade's comments already. When he was hired, there were a lot of improvements to the program he was promised. And they haven't happened. And they haven't happened. So he's going, eh, eh. You know, I might just get out of here. And here's the other thing. Uh, the failing of Oliva really to address the coaches. Uh, there's a term they use in the athletic department. You hadn't heard this. It's called tiger time. And what it is, if you ask for a resource, if you're not football, if you ask for a resource, an equipment, an employee, any sort of tangible thing, yeah, you might get it. You might not. You get it in tiger time, which means rarely, if never. Good example. LSU baseball, arguably, I don't know, one of the top three baseball programs in America by anybody's stretch. Is that fair? Fair enough. I mean, certainly top five, right? I think you can make the argument they're the best baseball program in the country, year in and year out. Mm. They're certainly they're, they're, in the they're better at baseball than they are football. Certainly not maybe the top, but certainly right in there. I, I mean, the elite of the and granted, sure. baseball doesn't make top, that much top money. Three to four. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Paul Maneri, who, you know, they were in the National Championship Series this year, uh, has been asking for a video, video coordinator for LSU baseball. This is the guy that's uh, – all the pros are doing it. They rank video of every hitter, uh, every pitch the pitcher's throw. It's, it's analytics, if you will, that everybody's using. Uh, long story short, Joel Eva wouldn't do that uh, for a couple years. Uh, he didn't get it until he agreed to listen to Texas. Paul Maneri is like thinking about going to Texas. Joe Maneri, like, oh, yeah, I guess we will. That's why you wonder why Paul Maneri was talking yes. to Texas. There's your answer right there. Well, a video coordinator. It goes. It goes further. I'm thinking those are probably not a lot of money in, in retrospect. John Chavis. You can say he didn't know anything at A and M, and all that's fair. John Chavis was the guru, if you will, of the LSU defense, which, from what I remember, Jamie was pretty good for a long time. They were. Uh, Oliva refused to give him the the contract. Les Miles went to him personally. Hey, would you give Chavis the contract that we're asking for? Chavis bails to uh, Texas A&M, and we know the lawsuit that was going on there. Oh, here's another one for you. Uh, there's another grapevine out there. I don't know this to be true. The LSU's compliance officer, a guy named Bo Manson, is pretty much running uh, the athletic department and vetoing all transfers of junior college players. 
that and this, this is what was reported. I don't know this to be fact, but he is vetoing all the junior college kids at LSU. And maybe they had players that they wanted. Maybe that's the answer part of your recruiting stuff. There's a reason they don't have some of the players because the compliance people are saying, eh, not going to put them in. Okay. I, I don't know that to be true. That's a real important question right now. Really important point, Terry. Because look at our friends to the east, Mississippi State, who signed eight. When you're this thin, you have to recruit junior college players. You have to get them in. And, and LSU is right in line for one of the top offensive linemen. Taitora is his last name. T A T O D O R E. Everybody wants it. Let, let me give you another. Let me give you another. He can start next year. And, and again, I'm I'm reading what was reported. This was reported in the Hayride. If you want to go read this, uh, to give you another indication of of how Aliva operates. And I think it, it, it gives credence to why maybe not a lot of people want to be down there. Uh, there's an assistant sports information director working with the softball team. This is not a high-priority gig, folks. Named uh, Clyde Burden. It informed Oliva at a department meeting, hey, look, I'm going to leave and I'm going to take the job at Terrebonne General Medical Center, Terrebonne Gen- at, which is where his home was, uh, in Homa, after the season ended. Like, Coach, just, uh, Mr. Oliva, just a heads up. Uh, you know, I'm the softball as soon as it's over. I'm going to take the job at, at Terrebonne. And so, um, yeah, he fired him on the spot. And which meant there was nobody from sports information that was familiar with softball as it entered the postseason. Way to go, jerk. So LSU SID, Michael Bonnet, who's been there forever, had to drop everything he was doing and travel with a softball team to its regional in Tallahassee, Florida. And apparently Bonnet and Oliva have been at odds uh, since that. And it's a matter of time, according to the Hayride, before Bonnet is out. Bonnet has been there forever. If and you, knows the program forward. And by the way, they just lost the number two guy to New Mexico. Uh, and I can't, who understand would be perfect. You've got, yeah. you've got Tom Jerks. Well, go ahead and let's, let's talk about, but oh, I wanna, Ed, I wanna, I wanna folks, this is bigger than Ed Orgeron. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look, Ed Orgeron, he's going to be a fall guy. Yeah. Uh, if you, I went to a game. I went to the home opener. My oldest son went this weekend with my daughter. Um, the the parking at LSU, the stuff that they – I mean, we I think we parked in Lafayette. Probably so. Uh, it was it was confusing, and I've been down there a bunch of times with traffic management. I know it's not easy, but there seems to be just some crazy things going on. How about Tiger Stadium itself? Tiger Stadium looks like a NASCAR event. I mean, there's huge advertising. I know you got to make money, but it's so over-commercialized. You know the thing that I always liked about Tiger Stadium from a little kid when I went there? And you fanboys that think I hate LSU, let me give you a, let me, let, let me clue you in. As like a five- and six-year-old kid, my dad was taking me to games. And it was historic. It was majestic. Like a, like a Roman college. It was a cathedral of college football. Do you really think it is now? Or is it something off of a game show? It looks like dodgeball. But So you got all these... Uh, High-tech digital message boards, I get all that. The loudspeakers in the north end zone, and I know this is true, the music is so loud that uh, I think fans' ears are bleeding. It kills some of the crowd noise in the stadium. It's so loud. This is why LSU fans are leaving early. Did you see the game the other night? Yeah. People are bailing early. Did you see Syracuse? They're bailing early. Because of the noise. The Cathedral of College Football? Yeah, I'm not sure. Here's the other thing with Oliva. You know, you're, you're supposed to negotiate and be professional. The disaster last year with Florida, that game. Oh, by the way, congratulations, you are LSU. And you're playing Florida two years in a row at and Florida. Florida. Yeah. Uh, they tried to hire 
Alabama softball coach Patrick Murphy. I remember that. And yeah. that blew up in his face. He, he, he was the head coach at LSU for 24 hours. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, it's just it's on and on and on of incompetence uh, with LSU. I mean, the Oliva, the Ed Orgeron thing is probably the worst yet. And so you look at the, the president of LSU, and again, you are – Judged by your employee, by, by your decisions and the employees. And I mean, Joe Oliva is going to be the first body thrown up there. Here's a couple things out there. Uh, here, here's the reason LSU can't win. LSU's been on both sides alive because they have several players transferred out of the program. The team looks bad, no passion, no desire. Uh, that's Ron. See, LSU fans are running out of things to blame why LSU can't win. The real reason, unproven head coach, below average quarterback play, lack of discipline. Recipe for disaster, Ken and Wes Monroe, in defense of LSU fan who wants Coach Over fired. The difference between an LSU fan and a ULM fan, LSU fan cares. LSU fan is passionate. LSU fan gets bad when they lose. ULM fan, you have to beg them to come to the game. They are, at best, indifferent. Please come out and support your Warhawks. Yep. We'll give you a free shirt if you do. I understand the angry LSU fan, Ken and Wes Monroe. Again, folks, I'll read these like they're coming out. We might get into some of that this week, but right now I want to say on LSU, and, you know, Jamie, to me, and it's funny because um, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back and wrap this thing up. I've got about 30 texts out here I want to get into. But uh, we're t- we'll take our last break here on Sports Talk 97.7. This segment sponsored by GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be back to conclude it. A momento. 97.7, Sports Talk 97.7. That is. Back in a moment. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the show of death. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for Message Meltdown uh, Monday. And be assured it will be. Sean, uh, Sean Fox. Uh, Jamie, I got to be honest with you because I've had a couple people ask me about it. This is the third week in a row. I've not watched one second of the NFL, Jamie, and I, you know and it's not because of this or that. I just I haven't watched one. I know the Cowboys lost. I know the Saints win. Other than that, I couldn't tell you anything that happened. I feel like I've gained hours back in my day. Uh, I don't, you know, it doesn't make a difference to me anymore. I mean, I, um, you know, I didn't. I have to admit, I didn't watch one second of the Saints game. Not one. And uh Saints are two and oh since I quit watching. Yeah. I watched them I mean and I'll be honest with you, I I I uh I waited till the game started, wanted to see what the you know response was gonna be when I saw what it was. I okay. I'm, so what? Steve you know, I want to tell back my, my life is my life is not one bit more exciting. I mean it just I'm it, you know, it's negligible. You know, you could have took three hundred dollars and got the Sunday in or refunded and had six hundred. That's right. Steve goes, hey, losing Detroit the week after they played against Syracuse and the Mississippi State makes this more disturbing, especially with expectations being what they are today. Plus, they played Troy just under a million bucks. It was homecoming, and they were 20-point favorites. Jeff, I'd say it's their worst loss ever. Do you see what Troy put? Thanks for inviting Yeah, us. Troy Troy trolls them on face on uh, social media. Hey, LSU, thanks for inviting us. We had a good time. Well, oh, we should have said that. You know, Terry, a lot of, again, let's repeat. Troy should have beaten LSU the last both time they they blew a thirty-one to three lead. Now, should you be losing to Troy if you're LSU? No, but you shouldn't be losing to if you're Clemson either. And Clemson managed to beat them by six 
late in Death Valley last year. This is not a – I don't think this is so much an indictment. Uh, this is just typical LSU overlooking the scheduling. Well, it, I don't know. I mean, it's Syracuse. I do. I can find somebody easier than Troy. It's like playing Appalachian State. Dana Babers, the uh, Syracuse coach, was quoted after they got beat by North Carolina State this weekend. Uh, NC State is better than LSU. Do you think? You think? Kerry, could the argument be made that Louisiana Tech is better than LSU this year? Is Tech the best football team instead of Louisiana? I would say probably so right now. I would say so. You've got an improved ULM. You've got a decent, you know, good Tech team. You know, uh, McNeese. I mean, you know, different levels. But, I mean, there's other other teams in this state that play pretty decent football. And, um, you know, I'm interested to see what Willie Fritz can do down at Tulane. He's got a good. He's got a. He's got a better track record than O does, um, but not at the same places, obviously. And you got to give. I mean, again, Terry brought out in the last segment. I hope most of you got to listen. This thing goes much deeper than Ed Orgeron. I think it starts at the top. He gave you some examples of the administrative uh, nuances uh, in. You could call it incompetence. You can call it uh, whatever. I mean, remember, guys, this is the this is the guy that handled the Duke lacrosse case that was epic, and it's what it did to these young men's lives, what it did to the university, the the people that were thrown under the bus by our athletic director at LSU. Uh, it's time maybe to reassess that. You saw the way the situation was handled with Coach Miles last year, um, in which everybody started galvanizing around him. Um, we, This is an entitled fan base. And, of course, most fan bases are to some extent. Uh, you're no better than Mississippi State. You're no better than Troy right now. You're no better than actually. You're not as good as you're I not as good as either one of them right now. So just shut your mouth, go to work, and and try to win a game this week against Florida, which is going to be hard to do, but not impossible. And uh, you know, can't never could, won't never will. Uh, you recruit yourself. I mean, this is a team last year that had more kickers on scholarships than an inside linebacker. Uh, you can't blame Les Miles for all of this either. It's enough to go around. I say there's a guy sitting out at Louisville right now that's probably going to lose his job on the 18th of this month. Mike, I've already called him if I'm FTing Alexander. I've already called Tom Jurek and saying, hey, you want a job? You've got it. Because you can do it at Louisville without the resources at LSU at that time because now they're probably as good or better. Hire the dude. Hire somebody who is competent and can do the job. You've had people leave that were good. Uh, Dan Radovich, who went to Georgia Tech, was at LSU. Uh, I think he went – I can't remember where he went after. But anyway, he's been all over the country. You've got people that have LSU ties that can do better than what Joe will leave it. And he's tied his – you know, and don't – I mean, I, I just – sorry. I just don't think you can put this all on – Dead football coach, but at the same time, you just shut up and go to work and don't say it. Quit trolling the message boards. You know, that hurts. Recruiting's already decimated by it. You're lucky to have the 19 you got. 
commitments. Um, you're not. You're an entitled fan base right now. You're an entitled fan base that thinks they're be- that always has said, "Well, we've recruited this one. We've recruited that one." Guess what? So does everybody. Mississippi State beat your tail with eight junior college transfers. They've found a way to do it. They beat you like a bad habit. And you deserve, right now, LSU deserves, I'm sorry, LSU deserves everything they've got. Are you going to be accused of being an LSU hater? I don't hate LSU. I'm a realist. It's a realism. You deserve to be where you are right now. Folks, you you know about your recruiting cycles? LSU, uh, Les Miles was effectively handicapped in 2015. When they started, he lost one game, and the guy, they write the article, and that led, that was the spark. And let all the people that didn't like Miles to go, hey, we'll get on this. You know, the guy goes nine and three. What other – how would you like this, Jamie? You're one of the elite football coaches in America, right? And they come to you like, hey, we're making a move on our coach. We want you to be the coach. Okay, well, what what happened to the last guy? He's nine and three. He's winning his coach's school here. He ain't doing good enough. Would you sign up for that? I'm just asking. No, I think what you do is – and I think a lot of this falls down to – before everybody blames the Orgeron hire, you had your, you had, they had months and months and months to get their ducks in a row as far as who they were going to bring in. We've mentioned Jimbo Fisher, Tom Herman, both of us used them like a bat, you know, like a bad junkie. They used LSU to get what they wanted. And, uh, Oliva couldn't see it coming. He thinks not just because not everybody wants to go there. Sorry. I wouldn't leave Florida State for LSU right now. I wouldn't leave, you know, there's some other places. But can you build it back to where, can you build it back to the Saban years? Yeah. Would a 65-year-old Nick Saban want to do it right now? Probably not. But John Gruden, John Gruden's way to John Gruden is not, (laughs) well, you better. I want to believe. It's like X-Files stuff. Who knows? I mean, how well is it working out for Lovey Smith at Illinois right now? He's an ex-pro coach. He hasn't, you know, they're getting better. But, I mean, just because you've got somebody with, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know the answer, but all I can tell you is quit acting entitled. Quit acting like you're the greatest thing since sliced bread because you're not. You're not even the best team in the state of Louisiana right now. And get out there and go to work and quit blaming the coaches. They're not all to blame. I mean, let's see how this plays out. I should think, I mean, was there a change needed with Les? Maybe. But at least let him finish out the year and do do your back. If you're going to fire at least continue to do your background search. I mean, I, I don't know. I you got a twelve million dollar budget. You, you can't, you know, you're paying the. You got the two highest paid coordinators in the country, and you're not winning because you don't have the players. And nothing against these right now. There's the depth just isn't there. What makes LSU fan? We'll tell this, and I'll get out of here. What makes LSU fan more entitled than any other in the SEC? Because they've had success in recent memory. They, they've had. It was LSU and Alabama, uh, one, two, two, one. However you want to count it, for about seven years. That, that's what makes the LSU fan base entitled. Anybody under 30 has never seen LSU not very good, not at an elite level. Anybody over that, like, yeah, I remember those days, which is pretty much all of it. Uh, I know Sean's going to talk about it. And, you know, I talk about entitled fan base. Let me tell you what I mean by that very quickly before we get out of here. 
entitlement means you think you are should be given something just because of X. Uh, well, we got more talent than anybody. Look at our NFL run. Yes, you got a lot of talent, but a lot of people with talent lose. Everybody has talent that you play against, folks. It's not just like you could walk out there and, and say, I'm just better than everybody else. It's like being a good bench press guy in the gym. You're a really strong guy with a bench press. Somebody out there is better, probably a lot of people. So, at any rate, been fun today, Jamie. Uh, John Tabor, thanks for the board. As always, make sure you listen to Sports Talk 97.7. The new lineup today, I think we got a little Clay Travis, my boy Cowherd coming on. Yeah, that'll be entertaining. Yeah, jump uh, on board. Clay Booth Travis, if we could say that. Uh, thanks to our sponsor today, North Monroe Animal Hospital, for the best pet care you're going to get, US 165 North in Monroe. Our title sponsor, goodbye to Dr. Weber, Sports Talk 97.